All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Robert. What's going on, everybody? We're happy to be back again another week of the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit. Mike. What's up, Robert? What do they need to do to follow us on the Twitter? You just got to follow us. I don't really know how you follow us, but you just got to do it. We're at LLNP Podcast on Twitter. Perfect. And it's spelled out, right? It's spelled out. It's a word. Cool. It's none, none of the sign stuff, except Beautiful. at the front. <laughs> it's a little simple at the front. There you go. You got it. You got it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> iTunes. What um? What else were you on, Mike? I don't even remember. SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud Google Play. Google Play. Um, we still don't have an Instagram or anything like that. But, we're gramless uh, still. Yes, yes. I, after we talk about what we're going to talk about today, it's going to seem... Like we have been snorting cocaine the entire day, I think. Is it? <laughs> With the weirdest, this is going to be the weirdest topic as of yet, I think, on the LLP podcast. Yeah, so we're just going to dive right into it. Um, Milo Yiannopoulos, the pretty, I'm just going to call him kind of a douchebag because that's just kind of what I think he is. But um, he got invited and then uninvited from CPAC, and now the world is 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 unended right now why did he get invited in the first place that's an excellent question (laughs) (laughs) he's not really a conservative to be honest with you nope at all um which you know i think he got it well he got invited because he's a novelty and he is held up at times when it's convenient for some of the ideals of of the conservative movement yes but He's not really the only one that he's he's really keen on. I would say to use the British term, he's keen on, um, <laughs> w- would be the free speech thing, you know. And CPAC. Right. So that's that's where I'm saying, yeah, that's the convenient part of him. <laughs> for the most for the most people that probably don't even know what CPAC is, it is the Conservative Political Action Conference, and it gets together a whole bunch of conservative activists, elected officials, pretty much from across the U.S. and obviously. With the addition of Milo, it was going to be kind of the world, but I guess not anymore. Um, but uh, I just, it's it's been a very interesting, I, I've watched a few of these things. It's kind of where Sarah Palin got her big start. I want to say that even like Ben Carson came more to light after CPAC. He didn't than, come to life more. He just no, came to light. That's true. He's still <laughs> sleepy Ben. Still sleepy. <laughs> but even even Donald Trump actually started speaking at CPAC a while ago, I guess when he started becoming a what he would consider a quote-unquote conservative. Um, so it's kind of a big deal for a lot of it's, conservatives. It's like an incubator for political action. There you go, an incubator. That's perfect, Mike. Good job. Boom. <laughs> so he he was invited. Even though he's not conservative, he was they were invited. trying to prop him up for a 20-what? Uh, what, what is it? What year is it? A 2020 run. A 2021 <laughs> run. I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. You know, the gay JFK. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has any qualities of JFK either. I'm. I was really thinking of his hair when I made that <laughs> statement. <laughs> uh, well, okay, that might fit then. It might fit. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, so he got invited, which he was. All excited about. By the way, if you didn't follow him on Twitter, because obviously you can't because he's been banned, um, <laughs> but you follow him on some other social media, and he's been like touting himself over the last 24 hours 
about being invited in the first place. He's being a keynote speaker. Oh, he was a keynote? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So grief. <laughs> good job. Uh, <laughs> good job, CPAC, um, <laughs> for the invite on a crazy person. Um, I actually, it was probably some millennial that invited him. <laughs> you know what, though? I mean, honestly, I, I agree with a lot of the stuff that he says. Yes. But not all of it, clearly. Uh, however, there are certain other things that I'm not too keen on um, <laughs> with what he says. And that's mostly what we're really going to talk about today, I think. So well, I think we, I, well, yeah, we can talk about all that, but I think we should explore the, it just in general too, just like his whole, his whole deal. Because I mean, it's like with anything, it's not always what you say, it's how you say it sometimes too. It can be, that's for sure. Um, and he does, he, I like him for one reason is that he doesn't give a shit about what people say, honestly about him. They don't, he doesn't care. You know, and it, it a makes him relevant, which obviously gets him money. So he appreciates both sides, absolutely hating him because he gets thrown into the news. Um, you know, uh, I don't know about how this not so positive news is going to help his career any. Um, well, he lost his book deal. He lost his book deal, and Breitbart is thinking about firing him too. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that that was a breaking news story not too long ago. Um, so gonna, it's, it might backfire. Have like the Yiannopoulos radio network. He's just going to pull a Glenn Beck and go to like Greece or something and, and start, <laughs> I don't know, broadcasting his, his empire from there. Boy, that would be insane. I don't know. I don't know either. Him. I don't know either, but he's, you know, he, he's kind of a crazy person and he doesn't give a shit about how he says it. He doesn't care about people's feelings. That's what I like. He just doesn't care. He, you know, he says what he says and he, he kind of, what does he call himself? A provocateur is what he says. Oh, he's definitely that. I mean, he is. He has accomplished that, which I don't know, like, to what end, though, really. Well, if he can get things, if he can get people talking about certain situations, that's great. Um, I, you know, some things aren't, like I said, they're not positive right now. And, <laughs> you know, some of the things he says about, you know, radical Islam and, and those sort of things, I agree with a lot of what he says. And that it's dangerous to the American way and it's not compatible with Western ideas and rule of law. And it's it's kind of true, you know. So, you, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, do you find it interesting, though, that somebody who's not an American like him has has so much influence and sway over American politics? Well, I don't find it that odd, honestly, because I think that, you know, as Americans, we're looking to Europe to find kind of the way that they've gone, you know, and the way that we don't want to go. I don't want us to be Europe. I know some people want the U.S. to be kind of another another continent, but a very Europe-like area. I don't want that. I don't want well, open borders. I, neither did our founding fathers. They literally sailed across an ocean to try to get some separation from, from Europe. And, and that's that's funny, Mike, because nobody, I have never heard anyone make that connection before <laughs> yet. So how about that? Or, original ideas coming from the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit podcast. Um, it's true. You know? Well, it's true. And it was way harder back then, too. Like, Yeah, the, you couldn't hop on a plane. Yeah, like the world has grown a lot smaller in our modern era. So, yeah, they they put a lot of effort in, into that, into that degree of separation because they had they had ideals that they were trying to pursue 
that were distinctive and separate from what was happening then. And, you know, we fought a huge, bloody, long war to have those rights. That is true. That is true. So it's, um, I don't know, it, it's kind of interesting the way that Americans have embraced him. And obviously not all Americans, but some, some of the Trump supporting, you know, uh, Americans have. And I do think it's because of the whole Brexit situation, people like him that are just, you know, so anti, uh, you know, they call, people, people call him a white nationalist. And, and in reality, it's probably what he is. <laughs> he is white and he's a nationalist, but he's not a white nationalist in the way that people think well, they'd say he's a white. They're just trying to sugarcoat it by saying he's a white supremacist, right? And that's not true. I mean, it's just not. I don't. I mean, he's obviously not doing that. If you believe five percent of what he says, <laughs> you're going to know that he dates black dudes, <laughs> right? That's one of his claims to fame, I guess. Is he's, I can't be a racist. I date black men. Great, well, <laughs> fantastic. In, in one of the more recent articles that's come out since all of this backlash, he. <laughs> They quote him as saying he do, he won't date white white men. Why is he, that? Um, let's see what they say. Uh, I don't know. He just doesn't for whatever reason. I guess I don't know why. Huh. They don't get into it that much, and I don't really need to know. But I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? The amount of Google searching we've done over the last probably I don't know. We're on a list now. <laughs> we're on list. That's all I can say. It is probably not a good one. <laughs> it's not the it's not the good list. We were we were on the obviously the you know the anti we'll call it the anti government Breitbart you know <laughs> sort of list. Even though we're not, um, we were kind of on that list, and now we're on a list for a totally different reason. So sweet. So we're on a list, uh, which is unfortunate, but. I guess we should really talk more. You want to talk more about him, or you want to just get right into the, uh, I don't know, the meat, if you will, of these arguments? Well, so basically, with 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 Milo, it's I think it's kind of interesting too. I think actually because he's European, just kind of like you were saying, that probably lends more credence to what he has to say. As if if we had him, if he was an American and he came out of, you know well Amer the american political scene and came up through that i don't i don't know that people would pay half as much attention to him mm -hmm. well i don't know that, that donald trump is pretty much him right except for the gay part <laughs> well he's like <laughs> he's what, the president 50 years older or 45 <laughs> years older than him but yeah i was going to make that comparison as well people try to say that you know donald trump spews racism and bigotry and hatred and he, you know, they accuse him of all the same things, but um, it's it's not true for Donald Trump, and I don't think, uh, well, I I don't know enough about Milo to comment, but um, I would say that Milo is definitely more incendiary than Donald Trump ever has been. So. Well, but that's his job. That's what's made him relevant. Yeah, you know, so, was was all of the arguments about. Um, whether it be about the Leslie Jones thinking thing about she looked like a dude and she was in Ghostbusters and it was a terrible, you know, movie. And then he was banned from Twitter for saying that, uh, which I never really figured out in the first place, you know, or whether it, it's because he works. I didn't for see that movie. It might have been terrible. Uh, I can guarantee you it was terrible because nobody <laughs> that, I, that I know that has seen it said it was good. But I didn't see it. But I, I believe a lot of the people that I know to tell me that it was shitty. Yeah. You know, yeah. so 
I don't know. I don't, it's just kind of, to me, it's so stupid that you, like, in this day and age, like, well, really in any day and age, but specifically now, it's so dumb that, like, those comments get you in trouble. (laughs) Right. Like, I've said way worse amongst my private circle of friends, so. (laughs) (laughs) Said, Said way worse things to you about stuff, so. What? What? I know. I'm just saying, like, it's just so it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I mean, so it really does get at the heart of free speech, whether you want to or not, because everyone get is so offended and so outraged by it, and and they really say that he should not be allowed to say those things, insofar as Twitter will go and ban him, so he can't use their platform to say that. Which you know, I don't. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Twitter's a private company. Like, you know, they, they've they never made a promise that every single person is able to use their thing. You know, they want to ban them. That's fine. I don't care. But um, everyone's so upset and so hurt by the things he has to say. And they, they say he shouldn't be able to say them. And I think that's where people come to come to fight. Like myself, I think it is important to be able to say whatever you want to say. I, I agree. For, Free speech is terribly important, and the minute government, government, not Twitter, when government starts censoring you, then you have issues. Well, I but I have a I've got a problem with Twitter and Facebook and all those other idiots, um, kind of policing language too. And the reason I do it's be it's because it's it's become such a platform for everyone to get their news or you know figure out what the hell everybody's doing. That it's become a hugely important thing for a lot of people, and that's where a lot of people are getting news. And I can't believe I just said that, but it's true. You know, it's true. That's where they get all that fake news from. Well, <laughs> and it, and it's it's crazy. I mean, you you cannot censor an entire group of people because they think differently than you. That's that's ridiculous. And I don't well, care if should, you're a private should, company or not. We should start the uh, Fox News version of Facebook. Um. I think there's, it already exists. Is it? What's it called? The comment section on foxnews.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nobody's loading pictures of what they ate for lunch on there yet. That was Instagram anyway. Well, I'm just saying, like, let's get some conservative social media out there, and then everyone can be completely separate. But I don't think we actually, most conservatives, honestly, I really don't believe are are big into social media. I know that's a, that's a weird thing to say, but I really don't think so. There are certain ones that are like, oh, I like Instagram or I like Facebook or I like Twitter or whatever it is. But I don't know. I'm pretty far removed from social media in general, so I don't have a, a leg to stand on in that argument. So. No, I just I feel like it's, you know, the uh, more progressives, if you will, um, that like the social media stuff because they're the only ones not getting hated <laughs> from for posting stupid <laughs> shit. You know? Well, it- it's kind of funny though because like all the young kids they gravitate towards the social media where it's like not even really about words they're doing all the pictures and they're sending pictures for whatever reason I don't know I guess it's cuz it's worth a thousand words right so you don't have to worry about a character limit but whatever that was that was like a little english major joke there yeah, <laughs> yeah. but anyways no they're doing they're sending all the pictures but like the fastest growing segment on facebook is all the old people like the you know the baby boomers. Trying That's because they're in touch. finally figuring it out. They like, finally <laughs> have gotten their grandkids to come over and put them on Facebook. Beforehand, 
their grand their grandkids were like, yeah, but I really don't want you to be on Facebook. I don't want you to see what I'm doing. Uh, I don't want you to see that my, you know, my drunken pictures on the weekends with my friends and, you know, that doesn't happen anymore because young kids aren't on Facebook. Yeah, they're doing well, Snapchat and they're doing Instagram and they're doing a hundred other different things that we don't even know about. I guess that is a good point though because that it seems like that is where a lot you know for better or worse and take it or leave it that does seem to be where a lot of like modern political discourse takes place is in the comments on Facebook back and forth like oh yeah this and that and I support Trump because of this or you're an idiot because Trump's the worst or whatever people post in the comment section that seems to be where those discussions are taking place they're not you know taking place per in in person anymore well you don't have to you don't have to yell at somebody in person anymore you can just do it online it's fantastic <laughs> yeah so i don't know so i guess i guess there is that i so i i definitely can appreciate your point but i don't know that doesn't bother me as much now as unless you know the United States government bought Twitter and Facebook and then started shutting people down IRS style. So If they did, it would be the other way around now. And then Donald Trump would be the only one with a golden check next to his name. <laughs> I'm the gold only verified. verified okay? yes, I'm verified gold. Believe me. <laughs> that's what he that's, that's what he would do, I swear to God. We've made the big league. <laughs> you, your, yours is getting better and mine is getting worse. That's not good. Sooner or later, we're both going to be right the hell on. <laughs> we're going to get there one of these days. <laughs> Should we talk about Milo, though? We need to, uh, we need to kind we of circle to. back we've since that's what this is, whole thing is about. We're making it. We're, that's what we're making it about. <laughs> so, so Robert, why did he get uninvited? After the, the his uh, triumphant invitation, or to me and probably you and others, perplexing invitation in the first place, what, what did he do to get himself uninvited? So evidently, um, and I guess I watched some of the stuff anyway, so I, I, I did see why people are a bit of upset about it. Um, pretty much what he did was he was on a video, uh, pretty much I would say stating a couple of maybe his facts um, that apparently he must have been molested by some priest back when he was 13 or something um and he was talking about how you know some just so here's my time out though like he's claiming that he uh i'm not even gonna go there never mind no go keep going mike i mean we, it doesn't matter we can edit anything out or i'll say that i'm going to and won't <laughs> uh, i have to tread carefully on this podcast no we don't this is free <laughs> freaking speech we deserve it um, so go for it but anyways, continue. Well, you just made me lose my train of thought, so you've got to go for it now. No, you're saying something about the priest. Okay, uh, fine. So obviously you're not going to go there. Um, maybe we'll do this offline, and uh, and then we'll talk about it, and I might just secretly record you anyway. Um, <laughs> Linda Tripp style. Um, so <laughs> anyway, he apparently was molested by some priest uh, and has said that it's not abnormal for gay boys to be molested by older people uh and then it's not that bad and kind of that's why <laughs> um but now he's he's obviously backtracking like olympic style like backpedaling <laughs> usain bolt speed um and saying how that's not the case that's not what he meant but i i did watch one video and i think one of his quotes see if i can find it huh 
Well, obviously I'm not going to find it, Mike. But he pretty much just says the relationships between young men and older men in certain situations is fine because it gives them safety and security and they provide them with love and whatnot. And these kids can't speak to their parents, so it's cool. And that is probably why his offer to speak was rescinded. (laughs) Uh, Revoked hardcore. Yeah, and that's because he's condoning pedophilia. That's an issue. Yeah, I also watched part of the video, and he tries to make a distinction between what he says and pedophilia, which it's as one of the other folks in that video pointed out, like he's walking a line that's so fine that it's practically invisible. Well, okay, so this is this is something kind of funny. Well, it's actually not funny, but the um, I'm on WebMD, believe it or not, and they have an entire section about pedophiles. Hmm. And they say what a pedophile is, is it's it's not it's not a whatever most people would think it was. They considered a sexual orientation toward children, generally aged thirteen and younger. What the hell? <laughs> how how the hell is that a sexual orientation? How to ask the ancient Greeks? That's I mean it's just complete bullshit. But pretty weird. There, there's plenty of, and again, this is why we're on these freaking lists now, by the way, or at least apparently I will be. Uh, <laughs> but Time Magazine, I'm not sorry, not Time Magazine, that was stupid. The New York Times and nice. Medium.com, which is not a real publication in my opinion. Um, they're stating that pedophilia is a mental disorder and it's not a crime. Um. I know about 99.9 repeating percent, if you know what that is, I know you're not a numbers guy, Mike, but that's a pretty big freaking number, that they would all disagree with what that just stated. Like pi. Yeah, well, no, pi is, no. <laughs> it's not a repeating number? It, it is. It's, it's not a repeating number. It's just infinitely long. It's a big it doesn't number, repeat itself. It's just infinitely long. It's not a big number. It's just a long number. 3.14 and then like 9,000 million infinitely repeating, (laughs) not repeating digits. Anyway, we're getting off topic. (laughs) We've always got time for a math lesson on our podcast. (laughs) Just in case you weren't bored enough. First of all, this isn't boring. We're talking about a real world problem here. I know. I'm just kidding. Continue. I I don't really know what I was saying other than the fact that I cannot believe that, that people like the New York Times, and Medium, who, again, I don't think is a real publication, um, actually can report that it is not a crime, that it is a mental disorder. What is your take on that, Mike? Um, Maybe they're just saying that, like, people who WebMD define as having that orientation, which that I can't really wrap my head around that. That's just super weird. But maybe they're just saying, like, that in and of itself isn't a crime because until, like, it's acted upon? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know either. I didn't read this article, and I didn't see the fake news site. Well, so. I've got the article up right now, and I can't. It doesn't say anything that like that, you know? I don't, I don't know either. It's pretty bizarre. I, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure this isn't the last we'll hear of Milo, but it— 
certainly wouldn't upset me if it was. <laughs> it will not be. I can guarantee it. Because he's, like I said, he's already, you know, backpedaling like crazy, trying not to lose everything that he's worked so hard for. <laughs> um, you know, but it's it's just interesting to me that he can honestly get away with this kind of shit in the first place. I mean, this this video interview, you know when it was actually conducted? Wasn't it? It's like a couple years old, isn't it? No, no, no. There's There was an interview done by a podcast called Drunken Peasants, and I've never heard of them. I'm sure you've never heard of them either. Uh, no. But it was in January. Oh, so recently. It was pretty recent, so he should have freaking known better anyway that he was going to be on TV after that. Um, you know, <laughs> but obviously he, he didn't. But he he did post um, something on Facebook, um, and it says, I do not support pedophilia, period. It's a vile, disgusting crime, perhaps the very worst. Well, that's not what he said <laughs> at all during that other podcast. It's completely opposite of what he said. Well, no, he tries to make it... Uh, like, I don't even want to get into it, because it's just so weird, and I hate... Like, I don't even want to say what he says because I don't really want to stick up for him at all. Like, but he tries to make a distinction between like pedophilia and like relationships. And it just, it doesn't work. It flat out just doesn't really work at all. It's, it's, you can't make, he can't, the distinction he tried to make is impossible to make. Well, that's not necessarily true though, is it? I kind of think it is. Well, it. I mean, okay. So if you're the New York Times, you don't think that. If you're Medium, you don't think that. If you're Vox, you don't think that. If it's, you're Mike, you do think well, that. Well, yeah. Though. I mean, for people that apparently are not mentally disabled, there's a bit of a difference um, between right and wrong. Uh, and apparently there, here, there's a, a line of gray. Um, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I, Who I, would think? I can I agree with you. I can agree with you. I, I, I don't think that he's he should be able to draw a distinction between pedophilia and saying oh well it's a 13 year old or a 14 year old it's not a 10 year old what the fuck are you talking about so his no so you could actually the what the distinction that he's trying to make in that video can actually even go even further against him because he's saying it doesn't have anything to do with age it has to do with the maturity level of the individual regardless of their age that's what he tries to say but they're talk but the context that they're all talking about is at a 13 year old age group so <laughs> i don't care how mature you are for a 13 year old you, you can't be, be able to make that call you can't be there's no 13 year old that has ever in the history of mankind would be mature enough to make that distinction and decision and that that's where uh, and that's where Milo's other comments about himself come into play because he argues that he was mature enough, which I don't think he's mature enough now. He's crazy. <laughs> well, apparently people are right. I mean, you become a nut job when you get molested, apparently, um, and that's what definitely happened to him. It was I, there's no way it was a consensual thing. There's no way because yeah. you can't do it. You cannot physically consent at 13 years old. It's not possible. Nor legally. <laughs> well, I'm not even talking legally. Of course it's illegal. So, but we're not talking about legality of it. We're talking about the morality of it. Well, like all sides of that coin, like it just doesn't <laughs> work. Like whatever way you want to approach it, like it's, it's irrelevant almost. Well, according to gay Jewish um, Greek dude, uh, UK dudes, <laughs> um, there is a distinction, Mike. 
I think he's the only one. Well, no, <laughs> he's probably not the only one, but good grief, I would hope they're a small minority. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I don't think that there could be a majority of that. Um, clearly, there's not, um, because we all think it's insane, all of us. <laughs> so I don't know. It it's weird. Um, he's obviously going to be dethroned as the, as he would call it, the queen of the alt right. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, but you know, he he still thinks that he's going to get get through this. Uh, probably with his book deal and everything else, and. I just I see him disappearing for a long time. For a good bit of time for sure. I would I would think so. This would this will be a tough one for him to overcome. And I again I kinda hope he doesn't because <laughs> Well, okay, so was, I'm getting tired of hearing about him. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here for a second. Now, knowing what you know about this guy, do you think he's full of shit or not? Do you think uh, he's just lying? Yeah, I think he lies all the time. I, I mean, do you think his entire story is, is a complete fabrication? I think a good deal of it probably is, but I'm not going to, like, spend any time sitting there trying to, like, sift my way through it. Because, you know, that, you know, he's presenting himself the way he's presenting himself, and he's making the claims that he makes. And it's, you know, far be it for me, I'm not trying to fact check his life because I don't care that much. Well, we are trying to fact check his life, though, right now, aren't we? This is kind of like what this podcast is all about today. I'm just saying, like, you know, I I don't know. I, honestly, like, I'm one of those folks who, like, he just he just strikes me as that, like, annoying kid that I, I may, like, ha- there may be some modicum of what he has to say that I agree with, but the manner in which he's presenting it is too annoying for me to take seriously and see i don't really i don't really have a problem necessarily with the way he normally vocalizes his thoughts uh it's just some of his thoughts i just don't agree with flat out i i think you know he's 100 percent free speech oriented and that's great um however this free speech is just it's just bizarre it's bizarre and like again i think free speech is super important and i agree with it but i just think it's so ridiculous that in this day and age that it's people feel like they have to say such outlandish things and go so far like off the deep end to i don't know i don't know just to make the point yeah and i obviously he's gonna have some problems for for a while but um you think he's gonna continue his campus tour his college campus tour what, where he just, like, travels to a city that has a college and then doesn't get to go to it? <laughs> <laughs> that happened, like, three times. Normally, he gets to go. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, I can't imagine anyone would let him on. Are you kidding me? Like, you... who's going to want to, who, like, where is he going to go? He's going back to UCLA. Good grief. He's going to be like the champion of the left now. He goes, oh, he likes little boys. <laughs> That's what we all think, too. Let's go. <laughs> you know? Because obviously full, they're nuts. Um, full cycle. Like, full circle. He's going to, like, go all the way around to becoming a liberal. Is it is it that far-fetched, Mike? It's not. Nothing's that far-fetched, probably. Exactly. I mean, Trump became a conservative. <laughs> Surely Milo can become a leftist. He presented himself as a conservative. He did. You're right. <laughs> Liar. Um, <laughs> but anyway, anyway. So, yeah, he's. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. 
hopefully good riddance and we can all just like take a breather for a while till the till the next incendiary personality comes along. He's already around. His name is Gavin McInnes. Yeah, but that guy's he's kind of funny though. What makes him funnier than Milo? The beard. The beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It just it lends it lends some credibility. <laughs> Does it? Is that, we, is that we both have beards? I meant to say it lends authority. <laughs> and that's why we both have them, right? That's right. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? I had one other point. I lost it. I don't know. We were uh, obviously talking about Milo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pretty much how now he's got conservatives and liberals oh, wait, against him. I was hoping you were going to say it. I was hoping you were going to talk about Usain Bolt backpedaling again because I was going to say... Oh, you mean Tob Nesu? Because that would have been Usain Bolt's name backwards. I I should hit you. <laughs> <laughs> I should hit you in the face right now. You should, but you can't. I am disappointed in you, Mike. I, I can. To, what are you I talking to, about? I can always <laughs> hit you if I want. <laughs> I, had to, I had to write it out so I could read it backwards. <laughs> Well, you know what? It, at least you've got a pen and paper. I just do all this thing just with my uh, with my brain, which is why I sound like a friggin' retard half the time. <laughs> so start calling you, start calling you Malo. <laughs> Malo. I meant to say Milo, but then I started laughing. Well, you know what's funny? Actually, that would work. Um, Malo, because that's Spanish for bad, I believe. It's like muy mal. Right? Mm. Mal. Malo. I don't know. We'll have some Hispanic uh, listeners shoot us a tweet or something and see if we're right. I think we are, but I okay. don't know. I <laughs> Shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the one word of Spanish that you know. <laughs> Ay, bueno. Oh, man, that's insane. You could should keep going. <laughs> I know a poquito Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. One of these days, we're going to have an SAP button, and it's going to translate everything into Spanish for our Hispanic listeners. Oh, that'd be awesome. The day we go bilingual. Yeah, I could never do that. We should we should just like I wonder if we could like broadcast through Google Translate. I don't think so. And like if we maybe, did there, it should would, be, there should be a plugin for that. <laughs> if we did, it would sound like probably some terrible Hispanic Stephen Hawking. Can you imagine? What do you think my or impersonation <laughs> impersonation would sound like translated? Equally as terrible, <laughs> most likely. <laughs> it'd be like it would be like the other language, and then it would just be my original like <laughs> impersonation. Oh, that would be terrible. That would be not good at all. That would be not n- not good at all. <laughs> my favorite quote from Dwight Yoakam, of course, from uh, what movie Wedding was that? Crashers. Wedding Crashers. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was fantastic. All right. Well, what else? I I think we pretty much wrapped up on on Milo. Have we? I don't know. Have oh, we not? Let me ask this question, Mike. What text did you just get? Mm, um, house, a house text. A house text. Interesting. A interesting. House text. Like, hey, check out this house. It's for sale because we're looking at houses. That's crazy. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's not that wonderful. Why not? I don't get any house texts. <laughs> sure, I, I can I can hook you up. And I've been looking at houses too, and I haven't gotten anything from anyone. <laughs> it's just all part of our American dream. 
Yeah. It's kind of the American nightmare at this point. Uh-huh. Really, it is. It's bad. It's, uh, God, I started looking at houses, and it's like, who the hell can afford one of these damn things? Right. I can't afford that's anything that was built in this century. <laughs> I can't afford anything that's <laughs> not, like, behind a tire shop, so. Yeah. Well, me either. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's what we've got to look forward to. Well, I do need a new spare, so. <laughs> A spare tire? I got a yeah. blowout the other day on the way to work. Can you believe that? You got a flat? No, I didn't get a flat. I had a blowout. Oh, dang. Yeah, as in no air, instantaneous. <laughs> not like a like a, a gradual... <laughs> no, none of that. Boom! Done. <laughs> that, that car has not been good to you. <laughs> no, you know what? It has been good to me. The problem is that those, those damn tires, I swear to you, they've got about an inch and a half of, like... Before you hit the wheel, I don't even know what you would call that tire, <laughs> an half a tire. tire. <laughs> <laughs> Very low profile. And I hit a damn pothole on the highway, on the highway, changing lanes, going about 75 miles an hour. <laughs> Instantaneous, bam. If there had been a wall next to me, I would have crashed. I mean, it would have been bad. Wow, that's crazy. And all I can say is, fuck the city of Irving for not <laughs> filling up that shit on the highway. We Everybody goes... Got 65 to 70 miles an hour on that damn thing, and they cannot get the damn potholes filled. Well, it got taken up. All their all their money that they're going to spend on the potholes got taken up in court costs. Yeah, that damn clock med, that son of a bitch. I swear, I should bill him for that damn tire. <laughs> you really should, because I guarantee you part of the, part of the, the legal funds were going to go to fix that pothole. <laughs> I don't think they were. <laughs> I don't think they were at all. Either that, you know, or they could just take, like, some of the legal briefs and just, like, fill them in the pothole with that. Well, something needs to happen. Duct tape it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, there's an area right around where the Cowboys used to play, where Texas Stadium was in the heart of Irving. And that whole place is now just completely torn up. Well, they've torn up all the highways. They've torn up all the service roads or access roads or feeder streets, whatever you people want to call them. And so everything has got nothing but potholes. You gotta go through it at like ten miles an hour, and <laughs> and I swear to you, I swear to you, you have to dodge these things like landmines. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, there's another one. Oh my god, oh my god. I mean, you have to walk, uh, walk through them, drive through them so slowly. And this is a highway. We're supposed to be sixty, sixty-five, seventy, whatever it is, miles an hour there. Obviously, I speed, but <laughs> either either way, they should fix the damn thing, Mike. Don't you think? They should. Either that or we should go back to horse and wagons. That way the potholes wouldn't be that big of a deal. I think next week the LLNP podcast is going to do a special road edition. Transportation special? Yes. Transportation special where we're going to go interview some of the people in Irving to tell them how terrible their roads are and that they (laughs) owe me a tire. They're just going to be like, you ever heard of that that clock boy? (laughs) There's your pothole money. (laughs) Guarantee it. Oh, that little bastard, I swear. <laughs> oh, that little... Mm. Is he still here? <laughs> Maybe we can introduce him to Milo. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> gosh, I, that's not good. That is not good at all. I should edit that out. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, are we kind of done for this one, Mike? I think we're going to wrap this bad boy up. We're going to wrap it up. All right, so LLNP Podcast, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit. Twitter handle at LLNP Podcast. And you can't handle out. us, though. 
Oh, yes, you can. You can handle <laughs> listening to us every week for the not even 40 minutes that we usually do one of these for on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. And Mike, how are those blog posts coming? They're in progress. In progress. So we're going to have some of those up soon. Maybe an Instagram that Mike's going to take over and take pictures of <laughs> whatever he wants to take pictures of. And we've even been thinking, Mike, and I don't know if we're going to do this or not, but we're thinking about just uploading this crap onto YouTube as well and just doing like an audio feed on it. These are some exciting times for our little podcast. There are some incredibly in- exciting times. Tell all your friends. That's right. Everybody tell all your friends. I don't care if you only have two. Tell them both. Or tell one of them and then have them tell the other one. Yeah, and hopefully they've got more than two friends because you're a loser. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not a loser. You're not a loser. Because you listen to us. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I guess we'll be back next week, Mike. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Have a good one.